0: File on Premier. It's my joy to welcome you to The Leadership File, the show that aims to help you lead as Christ would have you lead, wherever he has placed you. I'm Andy Peck, your host, and whether you listen live on a Sunday or one of the many thousands who catch up via the podcast, it's great that you can join us. A reminder, you can buy my book, The Leadership Road Less Travelled, at the Premier Store. Good leadership takes a note of the realities of ministry and looks for solutions. And I'm delighted to be joined on the leadership file by someone who has done just that. He's He was prayerfully thinking about how to best reach people within the business community with God's love and encourage Christians in those communities. His name is Jim Grimmer. He's a born and bred Aberdonian who has been led to a particular kind of ministry to the corporate sector of business, and is also gathering Christians across the city of Aberdeen to support one another in their daily work. He joins us via Skype in his home city to tell us about his journey and what God is doing. So welcome, Jim, to The Leadership File. Thanks, Andy. Thank you for the invitation. So you've been a, a policeman for 20 years and in the oil industry for 20 years, and now... Uh, and then took time out to, to go to Australia. And that's, I, I guess, part of the, where the journey
1: started? Yes, really. Um, I'd gone to church many years, uh, but it wasn't until I did an Alpha course uh, back in 2004 that I actually came to faith and realised what it was to have a personal relationship with Jesus. And that was just really a, a life-changing moment. Um, and I've been on an amazing journey, really, since then. Um, the following year... Uh, Went to Iraq to train the Iraqi police. I'd obviously had this experience in my police career, and God put in my heart to go and serve over there. So I did that for a year, and then came back and worked in the oil industry in Aberdeen. Uh, I'd been working for a friend for five years when uh, God led myself and my wife Ashlyn uh, at the age of 50 to give up the job in the oil industry and to go to Hillsong. International Leadership College in Sydney, and Australia. So, yeah, amazing step in faith in so many ways, but so many blessings that came out of that year as well.
0: And and that was uh, when you got back, you became interested in seeing how you, your interest in the business community
1: might um, best be served. Yeah, I I was going towards the end of 2011, Australia. What God wanted to do with me next, and and He challenged me. Um, saying we've got church pastors, school pastors, street pastors, why do we not have business pastors? And the second thing he said was you get business pastors into business and I will do the rest. And it, it was one of these moments where you think, yeah, why do we not have business pastors? And you, you don't really think any more about it. But for me, it really set me on a path of of discovery. I, I, I thought, yeah, it wasn't a term I'd ever heard in my corporate Business background. I'd been a street pastor in Aberdeen uh, prior to going to Hillsong in 2011 and I started researching what was out there and, and I found marketplace chaplains in America uh, that were massive supporting the corporate business environment but I couldn't find anything in the UK and when I came home in 2012 uh, with my business background I created a company, Business Pastors Limited, with the, the vision to have a male and female business pastor visiting the corporate office a couple of times a week so that we could develop trust and relationship with staff and, and thereby uh, identify and address issues proactively. Uh, I knew there was workplace chaplains uh, and I actually met with the CEO of workplace chaplains in Scotland when I came back because I didn't want to be a way of replicating something that was already happening. But I found that their focus was very much in the retail sector. So uh, I really identified a gap um, that, and a massive opportunity to build the kingdom Within this corporate business environment,
0: and and how did that how did things develop? What was the first kind of,
1: you know, what was yeah, your first well, day? <laughs> it's been an interesting journey because um, I started having conversations with some guys in knew in Aberdeen uh, that were all in different companies, uh, Faith and more Faith. Um, they were in middle management roles, and they really loved the concept because very often middle managers uh, are trying to do their jobs, trying to manage a business, trying to help staff if they can. So here was someone that was offering to actually come in and support them. Um, but in the April of 2012, my wife, Ashton, came to me and said she'd been praying about it. And, and the Lord had said, tell them to put this down for the time being. Uh, and that was really challenging because, you know, I was having these conversations. Uh, I was identifying confirming there was a need i felt that's what god had put in my heart but uh, i was obedient and i put it down uh, but then in 2013 still with this burden if you like to provide some kind of support the corporate sector with the encouragement of a christian friend i was working for at the time uh, i started running a very informal breakfast uh, in aberdeen myself and five guys at the breakfast, dinner, The first breakfast, I just thought, let's give people a chance that are working in the corporate environment to come together and at least to be able to speak about the the challenges of life. So I then, over 2013, met three other Christian businessmen, all had a heart to do something in the corporate sector. So in 2014, we created a charity called The Business Connection uh, with the vision to encourage, equip and empower men and women working in professional business life in this corporate business environment. Uh, the beginning of 2015, uh, I cut back from full-time work. Uh, at that point, the four of us are all working what often becomes the norm, 50, 60 hours a week in various businesses. And I felt that if something was going to uh, happen with the business connection, something we'd have to give so uh, an amazing story again god clearly spoke to me and i made the decision that was going to step out of full-time work Uh, and the very week following that decision i got connected to a couple of former police colleagues who had started their own business Uh, and they offered me a job they they said come and work for us for three days a week and that will free up the two days a week that you want to develop the business connection so just incredible again god at work in that situation In 2016 we formally launched the charity and as well as running a fortnightly breakfast we then started running a monthly breakfast where we had a guest speaker and the business connection has now grown to some 300 people uh, on our database and continue to run our our breakfast events. It was in 2017, the middle of 2017, that I felt God was leading me to step out of full-time work back into business pastors. and incredibly, over the weekend, um, space of three days, virtually, various things happened. I had, I had a guy from Portsmouth contact me out in the blue and ask, how did we roll out business pastors across the south of England? Um, and I just thought, yeah, this is the time to step out. But in my quiet time in the Monday morning, I picked up my Bible and I said, Lord, would you lead me to a scripture? that confirms this is you and not me. Because business pastors was still very much on my heart. And and he led me to the scripture in Matthew uh, twenty four thirty two. 32, uh, that, that basically says, learn the lesson from the fig tree. When you see the slightest green buds, you know that summer's around the corner. And I took that as a confirmation. Um, and basically left my paid employment in November 2017 to step into the development of business pastors full time. So it'd been an amazing year, uh, this past year, 2018. The one thing 2018 taught me was that the term business pastor did not sit well in a massively secular business environment. So uh, with the guidance of a couple of people uh, become friends with or encouraged me to pray, uh, I realized that the name had to change. And... One friend in particular encouraged me to pray and write down all the words that the Lord gave me, and from that words the name would come. So I went out for a walk that evening and I'm having this conversation with God, as you do, and I'm thinking, what is it Business Pastors actually does? Well, we provide personal and proactive care to people in the workplace, and I thought, that's three P's. And the Holy Spirit said, no, it's P3. And I thought, P3, and he he confirmed, yes, Proverbs 3. And I kept getting all these words with the letter P, uh, protection, provision, partner, partnership. And when I came home, as instructed, I wrote them all down. And I went to my Bible, and the NIV version of Proverbs 3, the head in his wisdom bestows well-being. And I thought, that's exactly what we want to take into the corporate business environment. So it changed the name. Uh, October last year went through the process of changing everything um, and P3 business care now provides personal and proactive care to employees working in partnership with the employer. 2019 has seen us start a pilot project in Aberdeen uh, for the past three months, which has been very successful uh, to the point where that company have now uh, seen they want to continue uh, as a client. We have engaged a company in Glenrothes and Fife supporting 90 staff. Uh, And recently, just a couple of weeks ago, we engaged a company in Cardiff uh, supporting 160 staff. So I believe that we're really at the start of something um, incredible. And it's amazing the connection, the engagement that we've had with uh, companies and employees, uh, the opportunities that God has opened to to pray with individuals and, and just to be able to share my own Faith journey as well, so believing the, the gods at work.
0: No, oh, it's, it's fabulous, fabulous, Jim. Um, and so the, you don't use the word business pastor. Is is there another language? Is it a P three? Uh, we're no, we're no business partners.
1: So pa- business partners. Okay. Yeah, we're working in partnership with the company. It was interesting. Um, I had a conversation with uh, a lady who'd been in a very senior HR role uh, within BP, one of the major oil companies. Uh, round about the time I was looking at in the name change and I actually had a conversation with her about this P3 and the, the personal proactive partnership and, and from a secular perspective she was very encouraging she said yeah the term partner is very much used within business we use that uh, as HR partner etc so it was almost a confirmation as well I had the faith confirmation of p3 and proverbs 3 but from a secular business environment that the term p3 would would go down well and that's certainly proven to be the case wonderful
0: well you're listening to the leadership file with me andy peck i'm joined this week by jim grimmer uh jim is based in aberdeen and we're talking about his uh, how the lord has laid on his heart a, uh, a way of serving particularly the corporate business world and we'll be back just after this Welcome back to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Jim Grimmer. Jim is based up in Aberdeen. We're talking via Skype. Uh, he's shared a little bit of his journey of how God has led him on an exciting journey to uh, to start up a, a, a kind of a ministry, particularly to the business community, so helping people outside the Christian church, but also um, helping to, to connect Christians who. Are in the workplace and perhaps need support, particularly in the in the corporate environment. So, so Jim, it's an exciting start. But uh, you know, when you um, kind of approached a corporate potential corporate client or corporate partner, what were the kind of what sort of conversations were you having, and how have things developed since then?
1: Yeah, going back to the explanation about business, Pastor certainly last year, although I explained uh, business was your job, profession, vacation the term pastor, someone who shepherds, supports, cares, and encourages. Uh, I couldn't get away, I couldn't get over the barrier that many people were, were immediately connecting this term to, to religion um, and not necessarily Christian faith. Um, you know, I had conversations, the CEO of a company would say, look, do we have to be a Christian to actually, you know, get the support? Um, when I was challenged about the Christian faith element to our support Every conversation we we'll have with a member of staff is confidential. So I explained to the CEO that, like every other conversation, if someone had developed a relationship with a business pastor that they wanted to have a faith conversation, that would also be a confidential thing for that individual employee. And, and generally, that was that was accepted. Um, I think now having changed the name to P3 Business Care. Uh, I'm still very clear that we operate from Christian principles where a Christian organisation or business partners have a Christian faith. But because I think uh, in reality it's the, the term is, the, you know, the Christian religious aspect is not so in their face, so to speak. Um, it's been more widely accepted uh, and having really positive conversations. I think God is at work. I, I always... In the journey that I've been on from a leadership perspective, I've always come back to what the Lord said. You get business pastors into business and I will do the rest. And although we might not be called business pastors, that's certainly the role that we're fulfilling. Uh, and definitely seeing the Lord at work and mm. the opportunities is open up to have a faith conversation. Mm.
0: And I'm not suggesting you share um, any any details of the companies you work for, but uh, yep. or I work with. But um, you know, you you have a pilot project so, uh, at the moment in terms of uh, developing how things would work and could be expanded across other um, environments.
1: Yeah, it's interesting conversation. The CEO of the company, when I suggested running a three month pilot, actually said to me, "Well, I think we'll need to run that for six months to get the engagement." But but literally. On our second visit, we've been visiting the company twice a week, and on our second visit, uh, a lady came to uh, my female business partner colleague and asked if she could have a one-to-one conversation. Uh, And it was only a matter of weeks before the CEO came back to me and said he he was blown away by the engagement that we were having. Um, And he was surprised, And, and in a lot of respects I wasn't, because I said to him that I was always confident that there was a need. And if we gave people an opportunity to speak, in confidence people would take it and and that's exactly what's been happening in some incredible conversations people with many and uh, different challenging situations um, and also felt that this was a support we wanted to extend to immediate family members and by that I mean the, the parent partner child because I knew from my own background in and, and life in general that if there's anything going on in the life of your partner, your parent and a child, that is ultimately impacting you in the workplace. Uh, and we have had engagement with, as uh, an example, a female member of staff who was speaking to, her husband had been made redundant from the oil industry. And so was was really struggling to come to terms with that. Uh, obviously not working, so there's a reduction in finance and that's causing challenges in the home. And got connected to him um, and actually, I had an initial telephone call with him, and I just met him recently uh, for forty-five minutes uh, over a cup of coffee, uh, and just given him an opportunity to speak about how difficult he's finding the, the situation. So it's a, a great example, I think, of uh, just confirmation that things going on outside the workplace are impacting uh, the workplace and ultimately the company. I, I really feel that there is opportunities out with this corporate business environment as well because. Uh, I noted a few months back that uh, a senior member of a construction company had posted that 1,500 men had committed suicide in the past year in the construction industry. And I think, well, if we'd had business partners uh, serving the construction industry, could we have prevented many of that suicides? Uh, I look at the NHS and and I see a, a massive turnover of nursing staff who you know, a short time after graduating, they're leaving the NHS. And I think we could have business partners supporting them. Um, I I look at a whole variety of um, industries. Recently in Aberdeen, in the local press, it was publicised that there'd been a 62% increase in absence uh, across the teaching profession in Aberdeen, across the education department. So there's many, many uh, opportunities, I think, um, where people don't have this personal and proactive support. Uh, Historically, some of the bigger companies, organisations will have had an EAP, Employee Assistance Programme. But if you look at the research of an EAP, there's only an average 5% take-up. And I think that's because they've been asked to call an 800 number, speak to someone they've never spoken to previously. are concerned about the confidentiality will this leap back to management in some way or if they did use it it would be a last resort by which time it's generally become a crisis or, or they've gone off sick so we would have done that on its head in a lot of respects by providing this personal and proactive support oh,
0: that's, that's fabulous fabulous jim um and we, we've talked about your the, the p3 ministry but also you have mm. been bringing Christians together you you alluded to that earlier on that you've been bringing Christians together uh, for breakfasts uh, fortnightly and monthly breakfasts Um, and and you've developed a a conference called Thrive could
1: you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah that's been really exciting Uh, at the beginning of 2017 uh, as a managing trustee of the Business Connection I've been involved in organising and running the breakfast events and going back to your vision of uh, encouraging equipping and empowering Uh, I said to the other trustees, I felt that we'd been really good at the encouragement piece through the breakfast events that we've been running, but we needed to do more around the equipping and empowering, particularly Christians in the marketplace. I I was having conversations with guys that would come to breakfast um, and really wouldn't be confident in their faith. One guy in particular worked in a, a large oil company that had a faith room. Uh, And he commented that he saw his Muslim colleagues going in there to pray, but I'd never be seen to walk into the prayer room. And and I thought, well, if you're not willing to be seen to be doing that, you will never have a faith conversation in the workplace. So that really led to uh, the development of Thrive. We we want people as Christians to be thriving uh, and to break down this sacred secular divide. So on the 15th and 16th of March, uh, this year, we ran Thrive Conference for the first time. Uh, just incredible. We ran it on the Friday evening, uh, in the daytime on the Saturday. Uh, we gathered a number of speakers um, from America and across the UK. Uh, we partnered with various organisations, um, the likes of uh, City Vision, who are, are based in Wakefield. They want to bring government um, business and church together to impact cities, doing a fantastic, fantastic work, particularly in England. Uh, LICC, you'll be aware of, London Institute of Contemporary Christianity, uh, Evangelical Alliance, uh, we had Salt Business Network, which is part of the Christian Aid, uh, the International Christian Chamber of Commerce, and Transform Work UK, Ross Turner, who's doing a great work in creating and gathering Christian groups within the workplace. So we had these organisations run uh, breakout sessions in the afternoon. So we've uh, really some fantastic teaching um, and we're keynote speakers, four keynote speakers in particular that shared a great message as well. So it's been really encouragement, the feedback we've had. We've, we've, we're have we planning prayerfully considering running Thrive Aberdeen in 2020 and also interested in expanding the Thrive Conference to Edinburgh as well, which
0: is really exciting. Fabulous. Good. And as uh, as we close, uh, Jim, you um, you you were mentioning to me privately that you've had some inquiries. You mentioned Portsmouth. You've you've had inquiries from other places uh, uh, in terms of setting up uh, ministries to the corporate environment. And uh, I hope this show can provide something of a networking opportunity for you and for them.
1: That would be great, Andy. Um, yeah, I, I really feel that those people that, that have shared my corporate business background uh, maybe listening to this program and never really had an opportunity to outwork what God has put on their heart. Uh, workplace chaplaincy do a fantastic job, uh, but as I said, primarily targeting the, the retail sector. And, and hopefully when people that have come from this business background hear the opportunity of being a, a business partner at might be the very thing that God's been speaking to them about. Um, We'll have opportunities, as you're quite right, we've got opportunities in Poole, in Dorset, uh, speaking to a a company in Manchester. Um, There's various opportunities, and God's opening the doors for me to become connected to companies who are expressing an interest in having the support. Then the challenge for me, in many respects, is to find the business partners in that particular city. But I believe that they're out there, uh, and I believe that as we continue to develop um, and be able to promote the support that's provided by P3 Business Care, God's at work, he'll, he'll be making the connections to the companies, but also identifying the, the individuals. And and that individuals, uh, I really feel, I want to have them have them to have a, an active, serving faith in their church, to have experience of the corporate business environment, uh, and just as important to have that kind of personality that they can just go and engage with members of staff in a non-judgmental, non-threatening, friendly way. Uh, Just bear in mind, you know, God says you get them in and I will do the rest. So I think everything else will fall from that. But, yeah, it's a fantastic opportunity through your programme to hopefully promote uh, what P3 Business Care are doing and potentially identify business partners across the whole of the UK.
0: Thank you. And is there an obvious way of them getting in touch with you? Yeah,
1: I can give my email address is jim.grimmer at p3businesscare.com or they can visit the website uh, p3businesscare.com, get more information as well. Fabulous.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Well, time's defeated us, but it's been terrific to chat with you, Jim. Thank you for the enthusiasm you've shared and uh, for this inspiration of seeing uh people in the business community may uh, wonderfully affected for good uh, by God. So thank you so much. Thanks,
1: Andy. Much so appreciated.
0: Thank you. you. You've been listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. Uh, Jim Grimmer was my guest and uh, the P3 ministry is where you'll find uh, more of his uh, uh, of details of his ministry go to premier's website and find uh, on the on-demand section archive versions of the leadership file including this one in due course if you want to uh, catch up on uh, stuff that jim was sharing that maybe you want to listen to again uh, thank you for your company look forward to your company again next sunday at 3 30